you don't want to be at the bottom of the funnel shouting and trying to compete with so many other brands, it's really important that they do their hand-holding up front. During the floods, people needed land to put their cattle on higher ground and people were listing their land up for, not for rent, not for anything, just who needs it. Hey, I actually would not take no for an answer. And all my husband can see from the car is me getting dragged into the house by five people. Welcome to Add to Cart, Australia's leading e-commerce podcast that express delivers all you need to know in the fast-moving world of online retail. Every week, Nathan Bush from eSuite and an e-commerce industry expert will share the news, research and insights that you need to know to keep you at the top of your game. And of course, keep your customers adding to cart. Hello and welcome to Add to Cart. My name is Nathan Bush, host of Add to Cart and director at e-commerce talent agency eSuite. I remember the days as a uni student negotiating on Gumtree for bedside tables, table tennis tables, mini disc players and, of course, vintage Canberra Raiders jerseys. Even still got a couple. Thankfully, those days are mostly behind me now, but Gumtree has continued to reach new heights. Gumtree now goes beyond household items and includes cars, jobs, real estates, and even services. There are over 7.8 million Australians using Gumtree, or gummies, as they're affectionately known. I kind of know gummies or something else, but anyway, I wanted to get an update on Gumtree, understand more about their gummies, and explore how e-commerce brands might be able to access this huge audience. Luckily, Aaron Holt, Gumtree's head of partnerships agreed to join me to talk through all of this and more. In this conversation, we learn more about the primary Gumtree customer, promisingly named the Super Intender. It's kind of like my superhero name. We also dive into how Gumtree created a book with Kidstar and viral video sensation Jimmy Rees. And stay until the end to hear how Erin's own Gumtree pickup experience ended up with her whole family invited into a stranger's first birthday party. Oh, the tales from Gumtree. So let's get into it. Thanks to our partners, Shopify Plus and Signet, here's our conversation with Gumtree's Head of Partnerships, Erin Holt. Erin, welcome to Add to Cart. Oh, thanks for having me, Nathan. I'm excited to be here. Excited to um, meet you and to learn a little bit more about Gumtree. I will confess that I um, was a Gumtreeer in the early days, but I probably haven't used it as much recently. So I'm really, really keen to dig back into where Gumtree is at and how you're working with brands. Awesome. So you've fallen off the bandwagon. Oh, I think I've just fallen out of love with selling my stuff online. <laughs> it is hard, that's for sure. But, it's um, just hard work. definitely been made easier of late. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's start there. Let's catch up. So as Head of Sales and Partnerships, um, can you give us a little bit about your role and what you do at Gumtree? Yeah, sure. So I actually came across into the role 12 months ago. Um, and what really excited me about this role is, you know, my love for that circular economy and, you know, giving secondhand items another life. And so the values aligned. And my role in the company is to really start to build out brand partnerships, to make them meaningful and to add value to our consumer experiences. I think there's so many off-the-shelf you know, ideas that get forced onto brands these days. I think it's really important that we take a step back and we educate the brands on what our consumers are doing, what they're trying to achieve and how can brands, you know, connect with them, make more meaningful partnerships and actually add value and help them along their journeys. 
Beautiful. So you're talking partnerships as in brands being able to advertise on Gumtree and do other kind of executions together using the huge amount of eyeballs that Gumtree gets. Yeah. So, you know, across our network, um, and we now have Carnside and Auto Trade on the network, we've got over 7.8 million UAs or consumers on site. So really exciting. That's like one in three Australians. And that's massive scale for brands to tap into. But it's happened to this audience that come to us in that transactional mindset with intent they know what they want. So it makes it a really interesting space for brands to start to play in. And when you think about the amount of categories we have on site, I think it's over 150. Very easily can we now navigate and start to create connections across so many different verticals and categories there. Absolutely. I was having a browse through and it's like everything from cars to pets to all sorts of stuff. It's fascinating I know. get in the rabbit hole. There's something, there's, uh, like I always say, challenge me because I don't think there's anything we can't find on there. <laughs> <laughs> PG rated, of course. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say anything you have to say no to. Well, I, like, of course, we're um, big on security and I'd, I'd say there is some items, but I'm not privy to those. They <laughs> <laughs> well, say out of my own box. I'm sure we can find in the terms and conditions if we scroll through that. So tell us about the Gumtree customer. What what data and what do you know about the Gumtree customer? So we've actually done a recent research report on them. Um, and what's come through, which I'm really excited about, is that decline of the bargain hunter. So I think there's always been this misconception of who the Gumtree consumer is, and it's someone that's looking for you know the best price item. And that actually pricing was number five on the consideration list. So that was um surprising to me, but also not. So it's the rise of the superintendent that's come through, which is a really great audience for me to talk to and market about because, you know, they're an audience that know what they want and how they want it. And I don't know why it was surprising because my hubby is exactly this. He, you know, we've been a gum tree or we call them gummy. So yeah. he's been on gum tree for the last 10 years. You know, when we first moved into our first place, we got together and he had every alert set up for every brand you can think of <laughs> and just knew what he wanted. So he was purposeful and he was in that mindset. And that's exactly what came through in the research. So 64% of our consumers come with a brand in mind and 81% of them, you know, they were intent. So all those verticals you listed before, are they listing an item? Are they buying an item? Are they having conversations within the community? Or are they even listing a job on our job vertical or a car for sale? So there's so many different things they can be doing at one time. And they definitely are. I think that's kind of our unique proposition is that they're in that transactional mindset. And do they prefer the kind of bargaining aspect of it rather than a straight price? Is there a bit of that kind of challenge to the customer? I think that definitely transpires. Like I think we all love, you know, the idea of, you know, being able to negotiate on a price. But it didn't come through on the research in terms of what they value the most. It was definitely locality so they love transacting in their local neighborhoods and probably supporting that you know local economy um the variety and the trust as well that's huge for them so they've already had really great experiences that you can probably talk to and use to trade on there you know it's quite easy you can choose your time where you want to get it from and you can go and check it out before you buy it too but then obviously still barter still up there number five yeah i can imagine that local piece would have been absolutely massive in the last two years as we go through lockdowns and the world kind of turns in on itself? It has been huge for us. And I think, you know, we could probably both agree we've seen it, we'd like to have seen it at the end of these once-in-a-lifetime events. You know, it started with the fires and floods, 
into the pandemic of COVID-19. And so we've really seen a huge shift on our consumers. They've definitely become more conscious consumers, so definitely locality, trying to make sure they're injecting cash back into their economy um, within their neighbourhoods and suburbs and supporting those small businesses. And um, the conscious consumers in the circular economy. So I don't know about you, but I was... I shouldn't say this, but I was a bit of a bored housewife during the first pandemic because I was on maternity leave, lockdown happened, great timing, and I was stuck inside a lot. And I was kind of looking around, and the only thing you can really change is your home and living environment. So my poor husband, I'm like changing the kids' bedrooms, I'm getting rid of clothes, sold our dining room table on Gumtree. And I think everyone was just so much more socially aware of their footprint on landfill during that time, but they were being more conscious in their efforts to ensure that their items are getting that second lease of life, yep. but also open to buying new. And that's kind of where we're starting to see that research come through and, you know, know what our consumers want because that's really important for us. That's the reason we do this research is so we know what they're after and what motivates them so we can change the site to them and their needs. Anyone who has a pet will attest to this. They do not wait patiently. Pet culture was the new kid on the pet scene. The dogs were feverishly barking and the cats planning their owner's demise if they did not get live quickly. Luckily, Shopify Plus, aka eVentura, came to the rescue. Pet culture were able to do a soft launch within four months and go live to the public within six, including CRM, subscriptions, personalization, and memberships. No puppy steps here. We're straight into big dog territory. To read more of Pet Culture's story and see other case studies, visit the customer section on shopify.com.au forward slash plus. Stop looking at me weird, cat. You've obviously created and got a lot more categories there and kind of verticals in real estate, jobs, cars, um, expanding. And you've, you've talked about your gummies before. Is Gumtree, it feels like an Australian brand. Is it Australian origin? Our origin here in Australia, everything that we do here in, in our countries is very local to us. So, um, you know, we have a great team on board here and we don't have to listen to global at all. It's all from the origins here, which is exciting. How good are those words? Don't have to listen to global at all. No, <laughs> I hope they're not <laughs> listening. Oh, brilliant. You're a local um, podcast, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We put uh, geofencing around this so no one outside of Australia can hear it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I love that. From a brand's perspective, because we have a lot of listeners who might own their own retail brand or might be in agencies, you know, it's been a weird 12 months. Is that from an advertising and a reach perspective of customers, we've had Facebook and Instagram, same company, same meta, is, um, you know, it's getting harder. It's getting harder to get that ROI. It's getting more expensive. Same time, we've had huge changes around data and cookies and being able to own data and access data. How do you see from the brands that you're working with Gumtree fit into the overall marketing strategy? There's so many different ways that brands can utilize utilize us. So definitely from the research point of view I spoke to. So very much, you know, we've created webinars and white papers to take out to brands and marketers to really help them fuel their own marketing plans. But on the flip side, we have this huge scale of audience, um, you know, over 7.8 million. And we've all heard enough of this cookie apocalypse. 
um, <laughs> that's upon us. And I think that's, you know, a real buzzword that has definitely been in market the last 12 months and kind of everyone's freaking out a little bit. But when you have brand partners like Dongtree that are able to enable their data to help their marketing plans and to help their get better ROIs, that's going to really position them because they need to understand their audience a lot better and they need to be able to connect up with them on their life journey. So how can you make meaningful connections with the consumers at the right time? And that's where Gumtree's now positioned themselves. So we've spent 12 months building this new data strategy and we're just releasing that to market now and it's called Audience Engine. So essentially being able to precision, precision target our consumers on their journey so brands can get them you know if it's a home loan because think about how stressful that home buying journey is so it's very similar to the auto buying journey as well so what triggers them onto that journey and instead of being down that shouty end um, where all the brands are playing in how do you connect with them at the top end how can we start to you know give them the information or education that they need to help them along that journey and that's where the trust is going to start to transpire and that's through the connections we're able to build here at Gumtree but our data offering is really important to us. So essentially this audience engine that we've just created harnesses our 360-degree view of our consumers. We actually have 3.5 million logged-in users, so it's so much first party that we can tap into there. And um, we're also able to now leverage our other data partnerships through SmartArm and LifeSite. But essentially what they do is... Um, Smarter is basically demographic information. So that could be car dealership, um, ownership and finance data, and then we lay that with our first-party data to be able to build out better lifestyle segment targeting. And then in terms of lifestyle, that's a really interesting play for retailers because we know that on-site 91% of our sellers are actually looking for new. So they're selling to make way for those new items that they're getting on board. And on the flip side, our buyers, they're also open to new, and that's at 89%. So really high intent there that we've taken on board and really changed our strategy and narrative because we need to give our consumers what they want. And this life site partnership enables us to be able to facilitate and attribute footfall to different landmarks for retail sites and then attribute that back to the online campaign. So we're able to then see what conversions we're getting through sending the consumers there. That's the magic bullet that a lot of retailers are looking for. I know, right? I think it's really great. Yeah, it's a huge promise, but I think it's one that's going to do really great for us because we've just actually built a new retail product, basically um, like a shopping cart that sits in the middle carousel that sits in the middle of our listings natively and um, they can plug in and serve their products through there then go to site to transact. But, you know, not everyone wants to do that straight transaction on site. So, you know, we can now track that all through to their stores, which is awesome. That's great. It's really closing the loop. Yeah, 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 absolutely. If I if I was a retailer and I came to you and I said, Aaron, I've got a little bit of marketing budget. I'm really interested in what we can do. Obviously, I can see the display ads on site, but what are the other executions that you find that you're often doing with retailers to connect them straight in with the customers? So one that we've really started to lean in on and that has been actually really successful through Cars Guide. We had Cars Guide Labs. We've now brought that across to Gumtree. These are Gumtree Labs. So really like an immersion environment where we sit down, work with the brands to really understand what they're trying to achieve within the next 12 months. And that can be through content. So really thinking 
beyond the banner here and start to innovate if it's high impact units or standard display but how can we serve more meaningful purposeful content that way um and so that's been a really exciting space for us to start to play in this year especially with the retailer brands because we're starting to understand all these consumer journeys so much more with all this research and surveys that we constantly send out to the consumers and we use those data and insights to fuel these content ideas and innovation ideas that we're able to now do with these brands. So it's the first time we've actually done it in the last 12 months. And it's been a really great space because that's what I love to do. I'm obsessed with working with the brand, but doing more than just banner ads. <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? Uh, I remember I was in agencies about 15 years ago and I remember a campaign where we just had to sit down and write 20 different types of banner ads. And I'm like, why the fuck are we doing this? No one's ever going to click on any of them anyway. So. <laughs> I know, right? It's just, yeah, hope for the best. Put them all up. <laughs> so you mentioned, Erin, that you love working on innovative and outside-the-box campaigns. Has there any been any campaigns or partnerships recently that you've went, oh, you've really nailed the data that we've got and, the, and tapping into the customer journey? Yeah, definitely. So um, insurance brands are huge for us right now. And especially with our new network proposition with the Cars Guide and Auto Trader brands. And I think what we've been able to do and really harness our data is to know when our consumers are in in-market, near-market and future market and really bucket them up. And a brand has come on board recently and they've done the first cross-network campaign and leveraged that data to ensure that the right messaging is getting to the consumers across the right part of the journey. I think that's really important for brands to understand is that you don't want to be at the bottom of the funnel shouting and trying to compete with so many other brands. It's really important that they do their hand-holding up front and we're able to put them through labs. We feel like some really engaging content that we're able to serve across the network um, in high-impact units. And so that one's actually been really successful, great click-through rates, um, great response as well in the brand uplift study. So really excited to share with you the results probably in the new year when that all comes through. Yeah, cool. Great. And so from a Gumtree perspective, like most of us when we're thinking about Gumtree, we're thinking about it as a marketplace. Internally, do you consider yourself a marketplace or do you consider yourself an ad network or a kind of a customer data aggregator? How do you position Gumtree in your head? Definitely a marketplace. It's at the heart of what we do and, and the circular economy. I think that's just been such a huge focus for us this year and really trying to be a thought leader within Australia because Australia has always been quite a ways behind the global efforts in sustainability. But this year, it's been so positive to see so many people starting to adapt that lifestyle. And that's, you know, that's the core of our business model. And we've got this front row seat to how consumers are trading within the circular economy. And so, yeah, the marketplace is very much still how we all position ourselves. Yes, we have all of this data, but no, it's still true to the brand of that e-commerce marketplace um, connecting consumers in their local neighbourhoods. So I think that's where it's great. Yeah, and I, and it's great that you see it that way because it is and everything else is coming off the back of it, obviously. From a customer's point of view, you're still a marketplace. I'd be interested in your thoughts. Obviously, you're in a very competitive market at the moment. You've had social networks come in on the marketplace trend. You've also got a lot of retailers starting up their own marketplaces, albeit that they're not the same. <laughs> How do you differentiate yourself and keep that audience? How do you keep your gummies gummies, basically, without them going off to other marketplaces? They're very loyal. And I think it comes back to that trust on number two of the consideration. So they've all had positive experiences and they all come back and keep using the platform. 
And, you know, that's why we're so successful. We've got over 7.8 million gummies and we keep improving our site. And we're still true to our brand. And as you said, like such an Australian brand, the gum tree. And it's really connecting up everyone within their local neighbourhoods. But it's also the sustainability and the circular economy focus. And that's what's really come through um, from our consumers. And they're wanting more in that. And, you know, there's a really beautiful story that came through from the bushfires. So um, basically... You know, so many people were out of homes during that time and so many stories started to come through from our listings and we actually created a local legends platform. And what I saw in one of the stories, we actually got videos, so I wish you could show that on the podcast, but can't. Um, but basically this hero, like he's such a local hero, he started off his own back, started getting containers, so shipping containers, and started converting them into small houses for the people that were affected by the bushfires and he got everything off Gumtree. So he did it like really cost effectively, but built these amazing little small homes for everyone in his community that were affected. I just love seeing those real beautiful stories come through because it just showed how much, you know, we all support each other. You know, it was even during the floods, people needed land to put their cattle on higher ground and people listing their land up for, not for rent, not for anything, just who needs it. And houses, accommodation, all for free, but all just trying to help each other. And I think that's the Australian spirit that we love to see come through. I think that's the reason why everyone keeps coming back to our platform. It's known, it's local, it's trusted. Yeah, and it's almost like the, how do I put it, like the phone book of Australia with that many customers. is like you, you're, you have the ability to connect everyone to do that, which is a really nice, really nice way of doing it. You mentioned on circular economy and sustainability side. I'm, I saw that you've got a partnership with Planet Arc. How does that partnership work? That's I love this partnership. I think it was always going to be really special bringing together two of the largest brands within Australia that are leading those conversations within this sustainability. And I always keep referring back to this research, but there's just so much that's come through. And some of the findings, and we did a joint circular economy report with Planet Arc, and one of the findings that came through was the fact that our parents and families really struggle to have these conversations with the future generation, their children. And that was important to us because that's who's going to be taking over the world someday. And basically they were saying they just didn't feel like they had the resources to be able to have these conversations or didn't know how to have them. And the two key points were sustainability and financial literature. So you can imagine um, that's not the most vibrant conversation with kids and what we did was actually partner with Jimmy Rees. Do you know him? Yeah. Yeah, so awesome. um, for the listeners, he's on Giggle on Hood on ABC Kids if you've got children, but he also um, has a great social following on Instagram. So he he's going nuts. Like his he's videos gone. are hilarious. <laughs> They're so good. So he did all these like parodies on all, you know, Fire and Day team there, the pandemic. Yeah, it's yeah. great. So we actually used him and, and did a book with him. So uh, it was called Ollie and the Spectral Spectacles, and it was just a really fun, vibrant, informative way for parents to start to bridge those conversations with their children on financial literacy and the sustainability practice and bringing those two together. And we launched it in October this week during Book Week, and it went gangbusters. It did really well, and parents loved it. That's so cool. it was a really, yeah, really nice partnership and, you know, looking forward to seeing what we're going to do next year. We've talked a lot about B Corp retailers on past episodes of Add to Cut, and our packaging partner Signet are playing their part. They recently helped nail polish brand Sienna Byron Bay achieve B Corp status and 99% plastic-free orders from start to finish. 
by switching from bubble-lined mailer bags three years ago to Signet's Giami protective packaging. Not only is Sienna's practices better for the environment, it keeps the nail polish better protected. Visit signet.net.au forward slash blog to find out more. From a retailer perspective, if we've got retailers listening to this going, we'd love to get into the reuse or the resale market. Do you have retailers who set up their own stores on and list through Gumtree? Yeah, so we don't have like the storefront at this time, but we've definitely got so many small and medium-sized businesses listing their stock and selling it. Because as I said, our consumers aren't just after used items. They're after new as well, and they do really well on the platform. And on top of that, we've got dealerships. They're doing great on that side as well because we are number one in the private listed cars, but dealerships are still core to, to our brand, and they're super successful. So Definitely, if you're a retailer, it is a site that you can engage these buyers that are in that transactional mindset and they are looking for new. So you can definitely list your items. It's a really nice way of doing so. Yeah, great. And is that automated or is it still kind of a manual process? Do you mean like a manual from the listing point of view? Like you yeah, still from have to a go- product upload kind of perspective. Yeah, so the other product I spoke to before in terms of the carousel, that's something that's really exciting. So that is all automated. So okay. that would be one for them to explore because we're able to then contextually, you know, place that in the right environments for them. You know, if it's someone selling a washing machine, well, they're going to be looking at other white goods. So let's put the white goods, you know, for a larger brand within those sections because they're more likely to convert on them. No, it's an incredible amount of eyeballs that you get. If you consider, you know, 7.8 million people with you. How does that compare to, say, some of the larger sites in Australia? Take take retail out of the p- perspective, but in yeah, terms yeah. of eyeballs. Yeah, so we're definitely up there with the larger players in the media landscape, um, which is huge because I think, you know, for so long that brands and advertisers didn't realise that. And, you know, what sets us apart is these consumers that, come with a purpose, that are in the transactional mindset. They're not looking, you know, to switch off at the end of the day of long work. They're, you know, they're coming with intent. And I think that's where you're going to find these superintendents and that's where it's great. It's where you want to be, right? They're the hard-to-get consumers. Yeah, absolutely. And so if we cast our minds forward to we're wrapping up 2021, thank goodness, and um, we're looking forward to 2020. Christmas tree went up in July. <laughs> it feels I'll like seeing Chris- the year out. <laughs> it feels like Christmas has gone for six months this year. Oh, God. What are, what are your predictions? So you've got your research that you've just released. You've got your superintendents and all your insights there. Do you expect that to change much in 2022 if we assume 2022 goes back to some <laughs> level of normality? I'm doing fingers crossed yeah. here. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's just going to, the evolution of this conscious consumer is going to become prevalent in the environment. So that's just only going to grow. And I think it's really important that brands start to adopt those sustainable practices within their own businesses, but also in their marketing efforts. And, you know, for us, we have to do that as a business as well. Yes, the circular economy is at the heart of our our model, but, you know, how can I help facilitate that within brands and advertising and marketing? And so we're actually releasing sustainable partnerships in 2022. And basically that's rewarding and recognising brands that are trying to do better, that are trying to be better for the environment. And they do that through their products or even um, their marketing. What that looks like could be anything, but we're here to help them, you know, 
change the way they have interacted with consumers in the past because it is this, you know, evolved consumer that they need to harness and understand and better be able to market to. Yeah, absolutely. So for Gumtree, and uh, <laughs> you may not be able to give too much away, but what's on your radar coming up that's really exciting you? Look, we have got some big bets coming, like some really exciting things to come that I can't speak to. I'd love to talk to what they are. Come on, um, an exclusive. <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I think I need the exclusive. No, we've got lots in the plans. And like I said, we constantly are doing this research and surveys to, to know what they're after, our consumers, our gummies, and we're always going to be looking to pivot and change and evolve with the consumer, and that's what we've got planned. So it's exciting. There's a lot to come. Um, but only good things. And as I mentioned before, it's, you know, sustainability and circle economy isn't a trend, it's here to stay. Yep. So I think that's where we're going to be playing a lot more in the next 12 months as well. Fantastic. And what's the best place for retailers to go if they want to access some of this research that you get from all your customers? So I can definitely share that with you and we can put a, a hyperlink up and they can download the full report. So we've got Good. that all ready to go. And, um, yeah, definitely we'll just share the link after this, I'd say. I think that's the easiest way for them to get it. We'll add them in the blog notes. Yeah. And ongoing. So it sounds like you've got a lot more research coming up. Is there a, is there a portal? Is there something for people to go to or is it just stay across the news? We've actually just released our own podcast as well. So that's got a lot of the research entwined right. into that. And we have a media landing page as well that they can access um, through Gumtree. So Gumtree for Business and they can see all the information there as well. Beautiful. Now, Erin, I can't let you go without asking you, <laughs> what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen listed on Gumtree? My God, good question. I don't think I've gone deep enough or, like, you know, my search isn't, isn't getting quite weird. I've had some good experiences on Gumtree, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, one of the most recent ones was after we went on a road trip October last year coming out the back of the other, what was it, lockdown 1.0. I don't even know what lockdown we're up to these days. Nah. But basically we're on our way down south and I really wanted this, like, little buggy which basically clips onto a pram so the toddler can stand on it. Yep. And I was trying to, like, on the way down, this is how fast trains happened. And I was, like, looking, looking, and I was, like, oh, there's one, you know, on the way down south. And so I was, like, oh, God, all right, let's do it. And we went and um, now I knocked on the door and they're having a massive birthday bash for their one-year-old. And they ended up inviting us into the cake. Like, she would not take no for an answer. And all my husband can see from the car is me getting dragged into the house by five people. And he's, like, you know, got kids in the car, and it was actually such a hot day. And we, you know, he's like, "What do I do? Do I go after her? Do I get the kids?" So you know, having to get both boys out, two little boys, get them out of the car, coming up, trying to see what's going on. So it's been ten minutes, and they dragged him into the house with the kids. Like, "Well, you've got kids, come here, it's a party!" And they would not let us leave. It was, it was a big family do. It was hilarious. <laughs> in our Filipino, it was great. It was so much fun. So it's actually one of my favourite experiences. Went for a little uh, a stroller out on and uh, got a party. Got a party and some cake. What better way to finish the day? I know. <laughs> Although I set the kids on a high for the road trip, so that wasn't smart. <laughs> no, that's not smart. Now, Erin, if retailers or agencies are listening to this and go, I'd love to chat to Erin more around partnerships and, and how we might be able to work together, what's the best way for them to get in touch? So you can link in me, Erin Holt. I'm at Gumtree or shoot me an email, 
even give me a call. I, I guess you've got this blog up, but yeah, I think the easiest one is just erin.holdatgumtree.com.au. Very happy to talk to brands. You don't have to be coming on for an advertising partnership. We just love to work with brands to help educate them on what we're doing in the next 12 months or what the circular economy and sustainability movement means to them as a brand. It's brilliant. Thanks, Erin. Well, thank you. Lovely to meet you, Nathan, and chat. The Gumtree offering has surely changed since I was a regular user, but it is good to see that their focus is still on their core offering, the marketplace, to attract and engage 7.6 million Australian gummies. Now, here are three practical takeaways that I took away from that chat with Aaron. Number one, local is a key driver for many shoppers. Now, even if you're a retailer who ships to every corner of Australia or even the globe, it is worth considering how you can get involved with your audience at a local level. Whether this be in supporting communities financially, content and certain geographies, or products specific for a niche group, local can be a really strong strategy and way to acquire new customers. Number two, I know I joked about them at the start, but who are your superintendents? We heard about Gumtree superintendents, the 81% of shoppers who are there with intent. Do you know who your superintendents are? How do you identify them as different to your standard visitors? And what is going to tip them over the edge? If you find this, this is the magic source. You might need to do some retrospective profiling to uncover them, but it'll be worth the effort. Number three, intent research. Erin gave us a quick overview of their changing face of consumerism report. Now, this research helped Gumtree show their customers that they weren't all bargain hunters. In fact, they were driven by local sustainability and trust. Sometimes it takes one-on-one customer research to kick long-held assumptions out the door. What assumptions are you hanging on to? To finish up, I have three resources for you. Firstly, if you're a first-time listener of Add to Cart and you want to stay up to date with new episodes, head over to addtocart.com.au and you can sign up for our weekly newsletter. We'll let you know every time a new episode drops, as well as giving you my three takeaways from each episode and a link to the transcripts so you can know that this is an episode that you want to dive straight into. Secondly, if you want a weekly roundup of the best e-commerce case studies, tools, and research, sign up to the High Five Friday newsletter, which is delivered to inboxes at 8 a.m. every Friday morning. I read all the e-commerce news and send you the bits that I think you can take action from. Sign up at 12high12high.com.au forward slash high five. And the last thing, if you are looking to explore your next e-commerce opportunity, head over to esuitetalent.com.au. We are a dedicated e-commerce talent agency connecting the best e-commerce talent with the fastest growing brands. Check it out, sign up to the email and get in touch with me if you want to discuss your next move. Until next time, thanks for listening and keep those customers adding to cart.